Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast for your ears. Going to have a discussion about the fact that you do not own those digital movies you bought. There was a story this past week, it's been a story that's been carried before, but th- this recent story, um, I saw online as Tech Tips on their uh, one of their Tech Quickie channels. Sony announced that they were going to lose the rights to about 400, 450 films that people had bought in, I think it was Germany. The specifics are not important. What they went on to explain, and as I've mentioned in a few podcasts before, this is why I still buy discs. Now, I don't buy as many as I used to. I used to buy everything because I wasn't going to the movies very much. But now that I'm back in the habit of going to movies more often and things, I try and see things, either streaming or watch them, before I add them to the collection instead of just jumping in and spending the money that I don't need to spend. Not that I'm a cheapskate. I like movies, but... So... This story reminded me to have this little discussion with you uh, at length. I collected VHS when I worked at a uh, VHS rental store back in the heyday when things started picking up, when the first rental stores popped up before Blockbuster took over everything. And even then, I saw the, uh, the benefits of having a collection. In my radio career, I've moved around from city to city. And in the beginning, when I first get somewhere, I don't know too many people. I know the people I work with, but that's about it. And so I tend to dive into my movie and music collections a lot more. I had cats back then. I have dogs now. And that usually gets me through until I make friends to do things with. So that's one reason to have a hard collection. But here in the digital age, people say, well, I'll stream it. And as I've mentioned before... Streaming rights change. For fact, if you're a PlayStation owner and you bought these movies and watched them and they're in your digital wallet or whatever, you assume they will always be there as long as Sony exists because Sony's massive or Microsoft or whoever you bought the movie from. Well, it turns out in that particular country, they lost the rights. And if you had bought one or 400 of those German films, maybe the U.S. films in the German market, they didn't specifically get into the list of films but regardless it reminds you of the fact that you don't own these things if you look in the in the agreement that you when you click to buy something on itunes to buy something on your playstation or xbox to uh, on voodoo or any one of the digital streaming services amazon prime whatever you buy it you agree that you're basically buying a lease that you're leasing it from them for however long they deem that they're going to carry it I have seen this back in the days with things like Ultraviolet, when that went everywhere. Some of the different movie companies had their own places to unlock the digital copies that came in DVDs and Blu-rays, and this was before 4K. Um, And eventually there popped up a service, Ultraviolet, to tie them all together, and so they kind of disappeared. Most of them folded into Ultraviolet, so you would do one code and it would go into all those different accounts. Well, today we have Movies Anywhere, which is, I think, owned by Disney. Um, and it does put your movies everywhere. When you unlock a digital copy, you usually have options. It'll say, unlock it here in this one place, or unlock it here that'll unlock it in all these places. And I usually opt for that because, to me, if you have a digital right to a movie in as many places as possible, if they disappear out of some of those, at least you'll have at least one, right? We'll be able to access it. But if I have a hard copy, I'm not too worried about the digital copies. This, to me, has always been an extra 
that came with the movies I bought. It 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 is leaned me in the direction of buying a movie because it came with a digital copy. Not that I would ever watch it, but that I might. That I might be on vacation or on a plane or in a car and want to stream it or download it. Um, having a digital copy has been convenient in modern times, but it's certainly not why I buy a hard disc. I buy a hard disc because you get the best quality of the movie. A 4K disc these days has a theatrical presentation. You could blow it up on a giant screen and it would be fine. You could blow it up in your local theater. There have been theaters in small towns that actually show 4Ks on their screen. It looks like a movie, people. Um, the soundtracks are theatrical standard. I mean, Dolby Atmos will adjust to any system it's on that has a Dolby Atmos um, receiver. Anyway, so when you buy a digital movie, you're buying the rights to it, and you have the rights for however long that is. We all assume it's a long time, but I was shocked to hear that Sony was losing the rights to 400 films. Again, Sony's huge, you would think, but... In one market, they lost the rights to a certain number of films, and if you owned those films in that market, you were going to lose the ability to watch them. Recently, Ubisoft uh, removed some downloadable content. Uh, if you already had it, you could keep it, but it, you wouldn't be able to download it anymore. It would disappear. It would go away. They weren't going to host it anymore. So I'm... Recording this podcast to stress, if you really love a movie, if you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you probably already own it, or Lord of the Rings, or Harry Potter, or whatever, John Wick, <laughs> buy a copy when you see it on sale or whatever, and tuck it away next to the TV or in, in a shelf somewhere, because someday when you want to watch that movie, it might not be available on all those services that you subscribe to. And then what are you going to do? Yes, you could watch something else. There'll be a thousand other things to watch, but... I like having a collection because I own it. Um, technically, I really am only renting the movies on disc. They could come to my house and take them back. And that's actually in the legal stuff to a certain extent. That When you buy a disc, it's all that legalese down at the bottom and fine print that you never read. But basically, it's a license to watch it home viewing-wise. And it's a license. It always is. Video games now have to go online uh, to verify themselves. I try to get single-player games that do not require that as much. It's not that I distrust the future digital copies of anything. Like I said, I like digital copies coming with the movies I buy as a backup. But I always want the disc. Same thing with games. I bought a few digital games, but I worry that one day I won't be able to play them. At least if I have a hard copy, I can boot it up on the computer. Most of my PC games are now Steam digital copies. I don't have copies of those games anymore. Uh, if it was an older game that I had a disc for, Steam has already unlocked it. You don't need the disc. Most modern computers don't have a disc drive in them. So digital rights management is a thing, people. And if you really want a game or a movie or a piece of music, buy the CD, buy or download the digital files and keep them on a hard drive somewhere so that you will always have them. Make sure they don't have to log into something to open. I'm all about discs, because as long as you have a disc player, you will be able to watch a disc. Digital copies? Maybe not so much. Be careful out there. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I hope you bought a movie or something this weekend. Keep music alive. I, I really want to keep hard copies of music. but That'll be up to the public. Have a great day.